Welcome to the Red Book Handbook. I'm Cheryl Kramer Kay, and every week I'll come around with tips and tricks to keep your life healthier, happier, and sexier. Today we're going to talk about when you should be a fake. Really. If you're baffled by a joke or you hate your birthday gift, no one has to know. Fake it till you mean it. You've heard the expression a trillion times, but what does it mean really? And even if you succeed at faking it, isn't that kind of, well, fake? Not always. Being less than genuine can be a savvy way to handle social slip-ups, make a great impression, and even put others and yourself at ease. I've got six situations where faking it is the most natural thing in the world to do. First, you can fake interest in a conversation. Can't get into your girlfriend's tale about her plumbing woes? Remember what it's like to be in her shoes. Etiquette expert and author of, as a lady would say, Cheryl Shade says, we all know how it feels to be telling what we think is a fascinating story, only to see our audience's eyes glaze over. Faking interest is an act of kindness that helps the storyteller preserve some dignity. To seem more engaged, nod your head, make remarks such as, how neat, or I didn't know that, and look the speaker in the eyes. Also, position yourself so that you're directly in front of her and lean in toward her a little bit so at least you'll look like you're riveted. You can also fake getting the joke when it went right over your head. It happens to the best of us. Everyone else is in hysterics, but you're simply clueless. Since it's hard to falsify knee-slapping laughter, just pretend that the joke didn't hit you as hard. Crack a slow, knowing smile, shake your head, and say something like, good one. Or, I'll have to remember that one. Which you will, so that you can ask a trusted pal later what the heck it meant. An important one to know is how to fake confidence when you're holding the floor. You're presenting an idea at work or to your neighborhood association, and you're terrified of speaking in public. Mary Mitchell, author of The Complete Idiot's Guide to Etiquette, says, To look confident, stand up straight, and force yourself to speak louder than you think is necessary, which will help you avoid seeming timid. Since looking down or up at the ceiling is a sure sign of fear, maintain eye contact with your audience by mentally dividing the room into three sections and shifting your gaze frequently from one section to the other. This shows that you're talking to the whole room, not just the four people right in front of you, which makes you seem like you're really at ease in front of the group. Another good one is being able to fake recognizing someone when you can't remember who she is. Some woman walks up to you at a school event and says, it's so great to see you again. You're thinking, lady, do I know you? Just say, I'm so awful with names, please tell me yours again. Hearing a name might jog your memory, plus she might volunteer useful info about your earlier encounter. If the tactic fails, you can dig for more clues by saying, so what have you been up to since I saw you last? To be a solid friend, sometimes you need to be able to fake ignorance about gossip to protect someone else's privacy. At your monthly book club, the girls start talking about so-and-so's bitter divorce. You know all about it. So-and-so told you the painful details herself last week, but you have no interest in sharing the particulars of her personal life with others. When you feign ignorance, you'll have to be very convincing or you'll get pumped for info. Gossips have their radar out for any speck of insider knowledge. The key, act bored. Ask a question that's totally off topic like, this wine is great, where did you get it? 
or say something innocuous that will steer things in a new direction like, this is not at all what we were talking about, but I was just thinking that I want to see that new romantic comedy coming out on Friday. Does anyone want to join me? Any gracious birthday girl will need to know how to fake liking a gift that you really don't. As difficult as it may be, try to focus on the fact that the giver put time, money, and thought into the gift, even if it's an armadillo piggy bank. Express your fake joy but sincere appreciation by making general statements like, wow, where did you find this? Or how sweet of you to think of me. Then offer the giver a big hug. You'll seem genuinely grateful and make your friend feel good in the process when you shower all of your attention on her instead of on the gift. So, sometimes being fake is the genuinely kindest road to take. I know I've used every single one of these tricks at one time or another. If you need a reminder on some of these techniques, you can go to redbookmag.com to find the full text of this podcast. Just search for When You Should Be Fake. Next week, we're going to talk about understanding your risk of heart disease, how to know what it is, and how to protect yourself. See you then.